Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, Ooh. where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for And the here we go. Once upon a time, not long ago. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, back again. UFC Hall of Famer Pat Millich. It's Jeffrey Wilson, locked and loaded with another episode of The Conspiracy Farm. And today, we're taking it a little bit comedic, but we're still keeping our tinfoil hat on, ladies and gentlemen, as he is a stand-up comedian, and he hosts, I think even co-hosts, his own podcast called The Tinfoil Hat Podcast, among other things. And we're going to get all the way into it. Mr. Sam Tripoli is joining us today. What is up, playa? Gentlemen, how are you? Thanks for uh, having me on. It's uh, I'm really excited. What a wonderful time to be a conspiracy theorist, huh? Absolutely. These things are everywhere, right? I go to the comedy store and people, I think uh, to some of my comedian friends that uh, conspiracy theorist is the male version of uh, Cat Lady, but... Uh, we tend to be <laughs> we tend to be more right than we are wrong, and that's what I love. Precisely. Nobody keeps score except for us. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. I've been chewing on this stuff for a long time, and these terms we all throw around, conspiracy theorists, deep state, mockingbird, fake news. Man, I've been talking about this stuff for like 25, 30 years, and these Johnny-come-latelys. That's cool. They can talk their smack, but what have you been up to, man? I know uh, recently you were in Las Vegas with Eddie Bravo, Mr. Flat Earth Central. I still love Eddie, yeah. though. What was uh, How'd it go, man? How'd it go out there in Las Vegas? Uh, you know what, man? Uh, we did a late, late show in, uh, in Vegas, which was tends to be a harder time to draw, but we did excellent. They were very happy with it. Now uh, we have some serious players interested in doing a tour of conspiracy theorists or comedians your favorite conspiracy theorists doing comedy and uh so yeah man it was great eddie's great you know he's you know he just loves it he is the face of that whole thing but you know it is what it is dude and uh running 10th planet with a circular globe on your shirt but yet i'm a flat earther interesting because he doesn't (laughs) believe in space yet he talks about 10th planet but that's fine dude you know Listen, man, there's a lot of people in the flat earth that are pretty smart people that have achieved amazing stuff in their life. So, like, I go, well, something has to be going on. Not that I'm necessarily a flat earth guy at all, but makes me go, okay, these guys who are really brilliant, all these other things tell me something doesn't make sense. I'm willing to hear what they have to say. I mean, absolutely, and we always should. But, I mean, there are a lot of brilliant people that, you know, voted for Hillary. or You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there are people aren't necessarily stupid. It's just kind of maybe and, a... And, and let's, let's be honest. None of these people were on an SR-71 that flew around the globe. Right. I get that. Dude, I listen. You're, 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 you're preaching to the choir. I, 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 I don't claim all conspiracies, but I also, like, let Eddie have Eddie. And, you know, oh, yeah. it's just like something... I just, I'm not saying anything other than something must be up that these guys 100% believe something's up. That's well, all I'm saying. Do you know what part of that is? They, and I'm not thinking, and I'm of course not speaking for your boy Eddie Bravo, but I hear him speak on it sometimes, and he articulates a very cogent point. NASA's lied to you about this. NASA, NASA's lied to you about that. They faked this part of the moon landing. They faked these different pictures. So why would they not be faking all of it? And that, dude, as a conspiracy theorist and who's like, you know, very skeptical about every freaking thing. I feel it, man, because once you ruin my trust, once you ruin the trust between us once, it's that kind of first time, you know, shame on you, second time, shame on me. But I get it. But at the end of the day, 
you know, I mean, we start getting into the, whatever, we don't have to get into the merits of it, but I mean, right. it's pretty, right. pretty. Well, Eddie, was, Eddie, Eddie was preaching on chemtrails for a long time and, you know, Brennan coming out and admitting to it, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, we knew it was true. Uh, to the extent we weren't sure, but you know. Well, that's one Brandon, that Joe fucks Brandon with, and he just, just admitted it. It, it. Another one, Joe kind of like stays. He's like, "Hey, man, they're 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 just condensation trails." Like, "Whoa, dude, there are condensation trails and there are chemtrails." To to like make this a mutually exclusive argument to say, you know, it's one and not the other. What you know, it can it can be both. No, I get that. I, my whole thing is that uh, you know, after this SpaceX thing goes up. Uh, this like militarized flu comes out like my friend who's like I'm working yeah. on her some project she goes hey do you notice that everybody got sick as soon as that SpaceX shit went up and I'm like holy shit you're right and it wasn't just like a regular flu it was like one where you get it you beat it get up and then boom it just knock it right down like three times in a row and I'm like okay if we believe in chemtrails which I think everybody on the show does why wouldn't they do something with that shit I mean everybody's watching it and another thing, they didn't announce that. They announced every other launch. Even they announced when they, oh, we're going to launch, oh, we're not going to launch. But they didn't announce that launch, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that in the sky? Yeah, they were doing, I mean, documents have been released over the years proving that the United States military and government was experimenting with chemical weapons and all kinds of other stuff on, you know, entire ghettos. That's uh, here in yeah. St. Louis, dude. That's the proof I go here in St. Louis. Right. Well, Today, uh, we did a podcast. What my podcast is somewhat becoming is me getting some of my comedian friends and trying to just plant seeds of doubt in their head and get them to kind of see some stuff. You'd be amazed how many people kind of pull you aside and be like, hey, dude, I'm into this, too. Like, it's like this weird kind of like whisper. And, I, I, and I'm like, OK, I'll be the face of it in Hollywood. But uh, I had Burt Kreischer on today and we were talking underground military bases and I'm just like, oh man, it is so much bigger than I ever realized. Is like, Bert Bert's hip like, to it? Uh, Bert was hip to it, and it, it's like, oh, why are we twenty four billion dollars in a hole again? Oh, because there's it's so much more than we ever even understand. Like we're just thinking about wars here, and like all these wars we're in, we're not thinking about them basically hollowing out like America and putting in giant like subway systems for the elites to get around if shit hits the fan. Well, right, you, right. you got that Mount and Weather Bert facility. Kreischer, yeah. Bert, Bert Kreischer, I almost had a chance to go see his show here in the Quad Cities, and I had to be out of town. I was bummed because I wanted to meet him in person. But it's obvious that Bert, given his The Machine uh, <laughs> part of his show, it's obvious he's a Russian agent. Yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> he colluded Another with Putin Trump. puppet, dude. Another Putin puppet. Right, right. Well, I, I do. I just want to say that you know, it's like there are so many people coming to us. There's more people every day come to us than less people than more people leaving us, which is a really good sign. Like, I don't know if you guys know Lee Camp or you know, um, um, Jimmy Dore, but man, they are really starting to like swim in the pool of conspiracies. That, and, but they're doing it as facts. Whereas, like, we get called crazy, they deliver it as facts, and they kind of tip into it. You know, we had Jimmy on our uh, live thing. We kind of dropped the, you know, all the little things on Pedogate and all that stuff to him, and I just saw his eyes start to lighten up, and he's slowly coming 
Like, and he delivers it, like, he delivers it in a way that people can digest it as true. Well, and it's definitely, when it, it's definitely needs to be simplified because it is so complicated. And, you know, the, the more people who of authority come with this stuff, it makes it way more like, oh, well, I'm, it's almost like back in the day of being a professional wrestling fan. Like, no one wanted to admit it until it became cool. And if there's some phrase about being a patriot, you know what I mean? At, you know, when, when right, right now it's, it's scary to be this quote unquote, <clears throat> excuse me, patriot and, and come with the truth. Cause you know, I was even checking you out, man, uh, Sam, some of your stuff when the shooting happened and you were just bouncing, you were just like, Hey man, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense about the shooting. And people were giving you grief. Like it's, there is a lot of bounce back to this man and not everybody necessarily agrees with it. But the reason, like you're saying, people are coming to us cause you just cannot fuck with the quote unquote truth. We've had on, yeah. ind we've had on individuals, you know, former Navy SEALs who just break down the, the pedo gate thing, former Russian Spetsnaz who talked about, you know, body harvesting and, and organ harvesting and, and human trafficking for decades now. We have people who come with authoritative sources who are authoritative sources who just merely back up what we're, we're already talking about. So it's right. like it – I love I love what you guys are doing and, you know, because I, I don't have Pat's uh, number, so I sent it to you, Jeffrey, but last time we talked – you told me something that really blew my mind, Pat, and that was that you believe that, uh, you know, Mueller is, and I don't know if you still believe this, but you believe that Mueller is on Trump's, uh, actually on his side. Right. Is that, is that something still you're into? Yeah, because, well, well think about it. Even, even the Wikipedia page on Mueller states it as fact that Mueller met with Trump and to be interviewed for the job of head of FBI, which he cannot hold that job again. He already served... Uh, the longest anybody can in that position. So that was not what the meeting was about. The very next day, he is selected as um, the special investigator on Russian collusion. So, you know, Trump came out right after the meeting that day and, and was very quick to say, you know, I think we're going to go a different direction with head of the FBI. The media, how, how would the media not report the, the fact and know the fact? And if they knew the fact, why wouldn't they report it and say, this meeting wasn't about him taking a job as the head of the FBI because he can't do it, right? It's 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 not going to happen. And then the very next day, uh, Rosenstein puts him in as special investigator on Russian collusion. Look, there's no way that he was brought on to investigate Trump. He was brought on to investigate Russian collusion by the other folks. So what's very interesting about that, and I sent Jeffrey this, was this: there's this guy on Reddit. He's got his own subreddit. His name is Serial Brain Two. And he was breaking down, um, basically through numerology, he had broke down that basically what you're saying, that Mueller was, is on Trump's side. If you break down all the numbers and how it all works out, that he's actually on his side. I sent it to Jeffrey. I don't know if he had a chance to pass it I on, haven't, but I, I found haven't. that yeah. really interesting. This guy, serial brain too, breaks down everything into like the 17s and 14s and the and the whole thing with the uh, school shootings and uh, 17 people die. It's like really interesting. Numerology shit, is a trip, man. I had a guy do a numerology, an entire packet on me, and then deliver the packet to me verbally. He and I talked. We sat at a table and ate breakfast, and he went through the whole packet with me and broke me down literally to a T everything about me and told me how I was going to improve my life, how exactly it was going to get done if it was going to happen. And this guy, this guy's done it on over 14,000 people. He's done this on, and he looked at me and he goes, out of 14,000 people, I've had seven aces of spades. He goes, I, and I go, what's an ace of spades? He goes, you're a wizard. He goes, you're supposed <laughs> to be teaching people. 
He goes, you're, oh, you're, wow. you're an educator and, and you're, you have a lot of power when it comes to that. And he goes, but you're only uh, seven out of 14,000 people, seven wizards that I've ever done. Well, man, I believe it, dude. I've seen you work your magic, and mm -hmm. uh, I think we have to go out there. I think, you know, it's like I, you know, in comedy, I sacrifice a lot. Maybe not the way you did it, kind of in the UFC. And yeah, the, you being on the road doing that has got to be brutal. It, but also just like trailblazer. You know, the thing that's really funny about life is like you don't necessarily want to be the trailblazer. You'd like right. to be the second or third guy because they're <laughs> the ones that make all the cash, right? But, right. you know, there is this thing about leading the way, leading by example and all that stuff. You did it with, you know, an MMA and I kind of do it now in LA because it's like there's such like conformists out here now, and I kind of go up, and some of them don't appreciate it, but I think in the long run, as they get a little older, they will like the chances and the honesty we do on stage, and that's the sacrifice we do. We have to, uh, we have to, we have to yell truth when nobody wants to hear it, and that's unfortunate. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I I can't remember who it was that was saying it. it was, uh, he was a former SF Special Forces guy. Uh, said, look, the 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 truth is the truth even when nobody believes it, and the lies are lies even when everyone believes the lies. Oh, no matter yeah. what, that doesn't change what is a lie and what is truth. How about the fact that we constantly see the, the FBI, CIA, even NASA say, we know our job is complete when everything they believe is a lie. Yeah, and that yeah. they get, and you see it happening right now. What's her name? Uh, Minka on uh, Morning Joe, her father excuse me mika brzezinski yeah her father was like a war criminal who just yeah. brought war everywhere he's like, a big new brzezinski he wrote he's uh bad, yeah. he was a bad yeah he, he wrote the grand chessboard amongst other books he was nsa uh advisor for i believe ford or carter i forget but yeah he was he was one of the originals that uh helped fund the mujahideen against the the soviets yeah you know here's the thing that when people say that what we talk about is uh fake news and all this other garbage look man when when Justin Trudeau puts out a warning to the head of, of Facebook or Twitter and says, you know, you, you either do something about this fake news or I'm going to shut you down uh, in my country. And then we already have Twitter, Facebook and YouTube censoring people who are speaking their minds, people who are speaking the truth, people who are going against the mainstream media's uh, narrative. This is scary stuff, dude. This is 1984. I can't. Agree what do you think about that, brother? Well, Sam, what do you? Th I mean, that's true talk, man. Those YouTube channels, man. I've seen it. They're getting shut down and getting censored. What do you oh, think, yeah. man? I, I think what you're going to find out, and hopefully that these people are able to bring their their crowds to uh, another forum. But yeah, I mean, like you, if you look at Facebook right now, Facebook is dying. I mean, I didn't think it would happen because they were doing so much stuff. But when the truth came out. We're looking at the, you know, MySpace 2 right now with Facebook. Like, everybody's finding out about all the privacy issues. They're listening to you. We well, got a lawsuit against out. Twitter I saw somewhere. There was, like, a somebody brought a lawsuit against Twitter for censoring. Huge lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, and, and it only goes one way. That's the real problem. It only goes towards the conspiracy theorists or the or the uh, Oh, for right. sure. And the, and the truth is, like, if you if this would have been happening after 9-11, we were going, like, they would say we were lefties the way we went after Bush and Cheney. Oh, for exactly. All the the weapons of mass destruction and all that stuff. So it's just like right now, it's, it, it looks like it's the right, but it's really just the truth. And you're finding that, like, I'm watching my liberal friends out here make verbal, violent threats on Twitter to people and Absolutely. nothing happens to them. 
but my friend Ari makes one joke towards Bert Kreischer and they ban him for life. And it's just like, that's where the problem comes. And here's the thing, man. You know, I didn't even watch the Oscars, even though my good friend Tiffany Haddish was on there. And I've watched this girl go from like, like no, like just a street kid to like this amazing person. And that in itself is amazing. But, you know, Hollywood is running a horrible business right now. The demonization of white males in this country is the worst business model I've ever seen in my life. The thought of just alienating the the, the second biggest demographic and the one with the most money is the worst business model ever, which makes me think it's all just meant to be propaganda. And that's just my honest opinion on everything. It's just like they want us to fight with each other so much because if we all come together and wake the fuck up, now they got problems. But the demonization and the fucking conformity, these kids can't conform quick enough. I watch these young comedians. They think it's about conforming. And it's like, no, dude, Fuck it's about raging against the machine, fighting yeah. back. Where yeah. is the anti-war fucking left right now? Where is it's it? It's crazy. I mean, when you look at the greats, man, your Carlins. Go ahead, Pat. I'm sorry. Well, think, think about this. You know, you want me to watch the, you know, these lunatics out there to expect me, a guy in Iowa who actually is pretty much awake to watch the Oscars and watch them give out an award for a movie that celebrates a relationship between a grown man and a teenage boy. Yeah. Look, that's, not about, that's not about homosexuality. That's about pedophilia. You're a scumbag. No, I right? can't agree more, dude. I can't agree more. And you're just, and they're trying to make it look artistic and it's not, and everybody's onto it, but these people in the audience, they're so afraid to lose their fucking dollars and their checks that they co-sign on this, hoping not to rock the boat. And it's like, you know what, dude? I'd rather make the money I'm making right now being honest and true to what I believe in than selling out and just, you know, eventually being spit out and used. And I just think it's like, and it's all, dude, And the problem is that what we're doing is blood in the water. We're blood in the water. You can't stop. It's everywhere, dude. Yeah, once yeah. it gets to the water, it's everywhere. You can't grab it. You can't pull it out. And it's only going to get more and more people are coming to our our side than their side. Yeah, and I was talking about this earlier. In terms of, you know, there's Armageddon and then there's the apocalypse. The apocalypse comes from the root word. And Jeff's, Jeff's heard me say this numerous times. He's probably sick of me. <laughs> but most people don't understand where the word apocalypse comes from. It comes from the Greek root word apocalypsis, which means the uncovering, which means light upon darkness, light shed on all the secrets and the wow. dark shit. Doing. So I, in my in my mind, dude, I feel that we're, we're we are witnessing the apocalypse. I can't agree more. I can't agree more. Well, we just had our, our our previous guest on Oxford, not professor, but PhD, said we're already in a shooting war. I mean, this is not a dumb man. He said we are already, when we start talking about CV2 and that Civil War II, is that Ed over there? Oh, it's my dog. Sorry. Oh, okay. That, that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. No, it's quite all right. Dog's talk. Dog's talk. But I mean, I and I've said this, man. We, in, I think, Sam, you've mentioned it, and then Pat, we've talked about it. We're, we're at a serious, uh, very visceral, at each other's throat, divide and conquer is, is absolutely everywhere, <clears throat> even in the alternative media. Uh oh. We're we're seeing even uh even in the alternative media starting to turn on each other and that's just we have well, men, men against women, white against black, Christian against I mean it's it's full on right now. Well, you know, the the the, the you know, 
the truth seekers are always the ones who fight for change, in my opinion. And uh, the biggest problem I have with uh, political correctness and what's going on with the Oscars or even this debate I had, I recently did a Friends political pod, uh, live show and it was meant to be politically incorrect political talk. And this, this Canadian lesbian was on there and she was just railing on guys, man. Just like, stop having sex in the office. Stop. I'm like, that goes both ways. You right, know? And it's right. Like, you know, this notion that, you know, men want to live in a rape culture. It's like, yeah. well, I've never heard any man go, hey, dude, what are you doing this weekend? Raping, dog. Hell yeah, we high-five each other. That's not what we live. But yeah, I hear, you know, I used to do a show called The Naughty Show, and women would always tell me, what's your fantasy? It was always a rape fantasy, you know? So it's like, it's we're not monsters. We have monsters. And of course. White, I, it, and white men are always the one that you can make generalities about. And the biggest problem, and I'll wrap up real quick, is that the biggest problem I have with uh, everybody chirping and political correctness is like, we don't know the real story. Like this one, this Canadian lesbian chick, you know, she's trying to act like she's in bondage and she has to break bondage to, and take the underground railroad to whatever job she's writing in the fucking valley. And it's like, we don't know your story. You might come from very rich parents and had a great life and you're just hijacking this discrimination and and take and really wanting credit for oppression you've never went through I and just yeah people yeah. love I, the I've juice dude some, professional victims they're all over facebook they love it so many of these so many of these groups honestly in my mind the people who were truly oppressed in this country obviously were were american black people um, no doubt indians, you know, indians doubt. Yeah. It was brutal it was bullshit it should have never happened systematic racism part history. it's part of our history but all of these groups are hijacking the suffering and the and the the brutal trail that black people have had to follow. Or and, and name it, name it, name, the women, black people, gay people. I mean, you know, it's 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 one thing to be discussing human rights. Fuck what your proclivity is. Human rights is what we're talking about. But like you said, Pat, there is such a weaponization of this right now. And it's straight yeah. out of some COINTEL Pro FBI shit. Even if it's not the FBI, 100%. the FBI, the, the divide and conquer is so everywhere. Now imagine all of these youth that are going out and getting violent and wrecking stuff and marching against guns and all this stuff, but then get violent. Look, right. these are the kids that are going to be voting away my Second Amendment rights as a, as an older man, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, look, I talk to my. I have to deprogram my kids every time they come home from middle school and high school because of the friggin' leftist teachers. 100%, dude. Well, what are your thoughts on what Trump said about taking the gun? I'd rather take the guns first, due process second. Like, that's fucking huge, bro. Granted, he qualified it with, you know, mentally ill people, but that's a slippery slope. Mentally ill people, domestic violence, <laughs> yeah, social network. The, the fucking deputy in Florida, hey, we need to be able to snatch you up involuntarily because of social networking posts. Granted, that you know that was a red flag for this dude in Florida, but going and snatching people up and, and you know committing them in, in uh, involuntarily because yeah, of a social networking post. Never had to be on any kind of medication for PTSD. Exactly. You know, vets get their weapons taken from them. That's where it starts, dude. That's where it's What's going about too. The fact that in uh, Washington, if you get a mar medical marijuana card, you're not allowed to own a gun. Well, does that make any right. fucking sense at all? That's dude, insane. Let's take a look at what's going on right now. 
with this. Most of these celebrities, I mean, the highest at the highest level celebrities calling for guns, most of them walk around with fucking bodyguards, okay? Yeah, if they yeah. believe so much in that the world of peace and trust, let's do that. Let's take a look at the government that's telling you right now that you shouldn't have fucking guns. This is the same gun that is complicit, the same government that is complicit in fucking the, the humanitarian crisis, one of the greatest humanitarian crisis in the world in Yemen right now. We're yeah. either bombing them or Answer. selling the bombs to somebody. So if they'll do that to you, why don't you think it will go over here? I was just at the Oscars, bro. I wanted to film, man. If you would have seen the police state that was outside of the Oscars, you would have right. been blown away. It looked like something out of fucking some futuristic police state movie. Dude. And what are they all walking around with? ARs. AR here, AR, AR here. Everywhere. And these are the people <clears throat> preaching love and trust and all that shit. It's total fucking lip service. It's again, it's conformity, dude. It's conformity. And show me one thing that's been banned that it ended up working better. Like drugs, sex, anything. What did they take away? Well, one one of our one of our guests I hope to have on, you know, former Secret Service Dan Bongino, he had a great point on some show the other day. He's like you know, burglars know burglary is fucking illegal. You don't need to create more burglary laws. They're going to burgle your house knowing it's illegal. So there's no creating more laws. You, It's addressing the asshole who is going to commit the crime. And Pat got a great point, and we've talked about this on our show with James Corbett the other day of Corbett Report. Dude, I mean, you want right. to? Everyone wants to talk about you know kids mentally ill, mentally ill. That's cool. You want to start talking about guns? Pump the fucking brakes, dude. Let's look at the profile of all these motherfuckers who have committed these crimes. They're all on SSRIs, dude. These serotonin reuptake inhibitors is the commonality in almost all of these. And if again, I say again, suicidal ideation is on the freaking bottle. It says. You know, in the inserts that you could create, you know, ideation to kill yourself or kill the, or homicide or whatever, suicidal thoughts. I mean, but we don't, we want to go after NRA. That's a huge lobby, but what's, you know, the pharmaceutical lobby obviously is a huge lobby as well, but we don't want to fuck with them. I'm trying to find this thing that I love the screenshot stuff, but this basic thing that broke down, like, how many people died in all, every one of these high impact events. And I can tell you out of the 10 that they listed, eight of them have deep state connections. Like yeah. where like either they knew about it or they told them to do it or they were like they supplied them with guns. It's like just imagine. Well, you always hear guns. they're always known to the known to the authorities, known to the F the shooter was known by the FBI. The shooter was known to uh, not only known by the FBI, there are actual instances where they were encouraged by the FBI to uh, do all this crazy stuff. Where like, if you look at the guy who's going to shoot up the gay uh, pride parade, he got pulled over and he goes, yeah, the FBI told me to do this. They applied me a gun, told me to defend Islam. If you look at the guy uh, of the four hood right now, they're suing the FBI because they just, they told him to go do it and they sat back and they watched it. And it's like- The, the, first, the first World Trade Center bomber, uh, I forget his name, he's on tape. Brothers. The FBI as informants were, were allowed to yeah. travel in and out of Chechnya, go yes. to the train, and one of them came back without even having his passport. He lost his passport, and they let him right in. That yes, lets you know dude, he that lets you know that he's working for intelligence services. That's like Lee Harvey Oswald defecting to Russia, coming back with a Russian girlfriend. I mean, you don't do that unless you have some serious intelligence ties. Has, like his uncle was high up in the FBI or the CIA. Those two guys. You know, Uncle Ruslan. Uncle Ruslan was married to Graham Fuller's daughter. Graham Fuller was the CIA chief, basically recruiter and trainer over in the stands in the Middle East of uh, basically these proxy armies. It's unbelievable, man. And you tell people this, they can't 
come to grips with it. Like it's, I felt Vegas woke up everybody's eyes and they just went right back to sleep. I still don't know what the fuck's up with. I mean, I'm still getting my mind around Vegas, quite frankly. Yeah, but everybody knew that. Everyone goes, this Something's this up. That's true. Bad. That's true. Very true. Everyone was like that, dude. Even my mom was like, hey, you know, Rachel Maddow's her girl. God bless her. But, you know, she was she was Garbage still like. Person. <laughs> I love you, Jackie. I love you, baby. That dude, that dude was dead before the shooting even started. Well, I mean, the autopsy comes out that he died 14 days later, which is... Uh, no, the autopsy I mean, says he died a, a day later, at noon the day after, is what the autopsy report but says. But, dude, that's the problem with us, is we have, to, we have to start with what is the official narrative by most likely the people who created the instance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and then so you, you revert... No, you're, and you reverse engineer the whole thing, dude. That's what research, that's what diligent research has to come in. You can't just listen to mainstream news because they will feed you horseshit clearly. So, I mean, I tell everybody uh, that's in conspiracies get a program on your computer and just start ripping videos as they come out because they're going to wipe that whole thing out. I have so many videos on my computer right <laughs> now of the store, of all the, everybody. In this Florida shooting, talking about different shooters, different fucking uh, news reports, talking about the same thing, and then how the the cops were shooting people, and then I had the video, and I think I sent it to you of uh, the cops carrying giant duffel bags. I saw out that the back to the fucking high school and throwing them back in this truck as it takes off. You're like, wow, that looks like fucking police armor that they're throwing in the back there i'll have to shoot that to you pat i found and that's why i asked you if, I saw, if that was i saw that video i saw that okay video and I, I listened to a lot of the interviews of the kids you know one of the girls was walking out of the school with the shooter and saying to him you know i thought you were the one that was probably doing the shooting and he looked at her totally surprised and then they parted ways and the next thing you know she hears shooting again but she heard shooting while she was with him but if you if you legitimately look her up in florida she has an acting profile on a talent agency i looked her up the day after we have to watch ourselves sometimes too because i'm not saying she's an actor like crisis actor people who are like this girl one of the women who said she she was at the vegas shooting she said she heard it coming from somewhere then they found out she was on dr phil and i'm not saying that she's an actor or not an actor but these people, I mean, people who are going to be on Dr. Phil, people who are going to have IMDb's, are going to be in places where these things might happen. We have to really, like, and, and dude, I'm going to be honest with you, this is this Florida shooting is the first time I've seen purposeful misinformation being put out so that conspiracy theorists look stupid. Vegas, Vegas was the first one for me. Vegas with with this I mean I mean from from immediately we saw we found Antifa literature it was ISIS it was uh you know uh, arms deal going bad I mean there's there's so much so many different layers of information but that for me because and I've even said in previous shows that was one of the first times where I was really scratching my head like I don't get this I and I still thing is that that was such an ugly situation and so poorly orchestrated when where is where is the security guard? Where's he gone? What he was a, he was arrested for for child porn. Right. And, sec- and look, when when this guy ends up dead on the floor, and they they put out pictures right away of the hotel room of him laying there dead. Look, why why aren't there any videos of him carrying stuff into the into the hotel? Why aren't there any videos of anything? Uh, you know, they hide they hide mass shooting situations. Um, for months and months and months and years before you see anything on it. 
but they wanted the narrative right away that this guy did it. They sent out the pictures of him with a bullet friggin' hole in his friggin' chest and his head and bleeding on the floor dead with his eyes wide open. They wanted that narrative put out there instantly. It was easy to see through. And that guy was set up. He thought he was doing an arms deal flat out, period. Yep. They whacked him and they friggin' conducted the shooting. And what about the fact that SWAT never showed up because they were too busy in the Tropicana fucking escorting that Saudi prince out, and there's videos of it where right. they're escorting him out. It's like right there you know something is up. See, now I've heard I've heard prince. that guy has been identified. He's he's somewhat some a cat who lives in California because he's No, 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 he's a Saudi prince. I, I, I no, I, I've heard about – see, this is – well, whatever. J Jason Goodman just had on uh, Jake Morphinus. I'm sorry. Whatever. It's it's all love. I love Jason. Right, right. No, no. I want no, to hear he, about he just had, He just had on Jake Morphinus and this guy named John Cullen – he, John Cullen's theory is it was all this the Saudi Air Force came in and hijacked helicopters, went in and sprayed down the thing in an effort to hit this crown, this prince. So Jake Morfinis apparently said he called the Saudi embassy and the uh, dude was somewhere in, somewhere else. He wasn't in Vegas at the time. My point is this this one guy, you know, feels it's the Saudi Air Force trying to hit this prince. And on the other side, which is still interesting because that Saudi purge happened within days of this that whole thing. That guy's dead, right? The guy they think he he was. I think he is dead now. They I, think that guy's dead. I think that guy's dead. But, but my point is the, the dude who was escorted out, and I still don't know if that was Las Vegas Metro Police or whatever, but I've heard that that guy who was escorted out carrying some form of package has been identified uh, and he's got a Facebook. He's and he's just a regular dude, I guess. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But this is from. Yeah, you're not. Getting, you're not getting police escort escort through a casino like that unless you're a regular dude, man. No. Yeah, I, know, I, I agree. That's my whole thing. It's like shit is hitting the fan. The guy. So the guy's shooting people from the area that the Saudi prince owns. Like those are his floors, man. Right. It's, it's just. I'm not saying that you're not wrong, and I, I would love to get more information on that. And if any of your listeners does the information, please send it to me. But why is SWAT, like, escorting out a regular guy? I tell right. you what, and the thing that the way that they were pointing their weapons at completely innocent people standing on the floor of that casino, if I would have been one of those people, I would have screamed at those assholes. I would have said, who the do you think you are pointing your weapons at an unarmed person who's simply a customer at this casino? You have, That is... Out of fucking control. So everybody, go check that out if you haven't seen. If you're familiar with the Las Vegas shooting, go check out the video of a gentleman being escorted out of the casino by like three or four. I mean, they were strapped up, dude. They were, you know, body web gear. I mean, they were they were fully strapped up. So, um, yeah, dude. Like I said, I still have like, even having people on and guests on this show about it. I have still way more questions and answers about Las Vegas, bro. And un un unfortunately. When I see Trump saying what he said about taking guns or whatever the other day, I think, unfortunately, we're going to see more uh, gun incidents uh, in, a, in a rather short period of time to rent. I think I think we are not not close to the end by any stretch, but the demonization of guns, dude, that's that's going to be um, they're coming for that fast. And they're, the, flags are coming. Flags, flags are coming. They're just going to keep getting bigger and bigger until people yell uncle. Dude, I was just talking to a good friend the other day. Then saying this, Jeff, it's March March fifth now. Um, it is uh, ten oh three Central Standard Time on March fifth. Coming up uh, this weekend and March eighteenth, there's supposed to be some some um, false flag incidences happening in Dallas and Houston. I heard about one that. Shooting another one will be some sort of crazy accident. They're hiring uh, crisis actors 
all kinds of yeah. stuff. So let's we, keep an eye on that. At least we have it recorded so that for posterity's sake, if this stuff actually does go down, that, that we can go back and we can take this section of the show and we can talk about it. Well, and that's almost so crazy. People have done that before, done screenshots of Craigslist ads talking about, hey, we need actors to recreate X, Y, you know, to do. I mean, it's, it's oh. pe people now sniff it out so hardcore. It's like now they're hopefully ahead of the game and can't use those tools. But I mean, well, as we've seen, they're What about the fact that this kid at the, did a PSA and he gives out the time of the shooting and is that, yeah. he says not. The guy does a professional slating, and he does. He says nine thirty in the morning. And the shooting. And shooting doesn't Who is doing a fucking? Besides Pat yelling at some fucking, uh, some uh, fucking SWAT guys walking out of Saudi Prince. <laughs> who else is gonna fucking get lippy in the middle of a fucking uh, school shooting, doing interviews while girls are laughing, dude? Girls are laughing. He gives out the time, which is a sure sign. There's three signs of a false flag. Drills are that day, okay? They are uh, gonna be using blanks right there, and the media is right there, and the witnesses say a second shooter. I mean, and this has all of them. Yeah. And this kid fucks up because he's such a pro. He slates these people for the stupid PSA he's doing, and he gives out the time, and it happens fucking five hours before the shooting. Yeah, he happens. says nine a.m. He says it's nine a.m. and the thing doesn't happen till two twenty or whatever. That was a bizarre dude. This is nineteen eighty four. That's why I keep saying that. This is nineteen eighty four. We are in the middle of it. That's just yeah, insane. dude. Everybody's Ashley. looking at me fucking crazy. Well, so, everybody's uh, looking we're. Fucking nuts, ma'am. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Q, Jeff. Let's talk about you know your your of late thinking is uh, the the false hope that that is given for for a purpose potentially. I I still I still believe that uh, you know because of the correlation between his his messages and Trump's tweets that that there's something tied together here. There's something tied together between Q and Trump and. And Q knowing what's really going on. I think, I think, like I've said before, Donald Trump taught Vince McMahon how to be Vince McMahon in WWE. I don't think Donald Trump is any white horse, brother. I think he is he is coming in as a baby face, but he is about to do a serious heel turn by his actions. And we're already seeing it. We're starting to see some of this stuff in Syria go down. We're starting to see, I see there's skirmishes with, with ru actual Russian troops and U.S. troops in Syria. You know, yeah, so we whacked, we whacked. We whacked 300 Russian troops in Syria, correct? Uh, it's I don't know the exact number, but I know you know he's he's just taking a less overt path as far as regime regime change as it relates to Syria and Iran is up next. He's just going to do it a little slicker than Hillary or Obama would have done it, and we'll see. Like he's surrounded by Goldman Goldman Sachs, just like our, our boy Joseph Farrell said on today. You know, I I don't know. Like I said, I think. You know, his body language, he walks around with his arms folded up when he's rather, having rather serious discussions when he said, you know, Dianne Feinstein, yeah, go ahead and throw your bill in there, the 2017 <laughs> assault weapons ban. Go ahead and throw that oh, in there as God. if that was just About fucking... No, she, he, he was talking He was talking about her 2017 ban to put into oh, okay. the 2018. All right, so and she was fucking... She damn near needed a wardrobe change after he said that. <laughs> do, you was posting, do you remember Q was posting pictures of of airport tarmacs and airport gates and things like that. And why is why is um, a Russian being held in Thailand quite a while back? Yeah. Vaguely. All those, all those messages that were coming out, I've got them all on my phone. Okay, now, this comes out. Let me look at this. This is, uh, yeah, this is today, 9.44 p.m. 
Eastern time, so 8.44 my time. This is an hour ago this broke. Okay, so don't tell me Q doesn't know what he's talking about or putting out the truth because Bangkok, Thailand, on this is CNN, from behind bars in a sweltering immigration detention center in Bangkok, a self-styled sex coach who claims to have detailed insider knowledge of Russian meddling in the U.S. election says she wants to cooperate with U.S. investigators. Basically, she's begging for U.S. asylum to cooperate with the the investigators. I'm telling you, dude, um, Q, Q is real. Q is... Q There's is, something going on with Q. The whole theory, you ever heard that Q might be artificial intelligence? Yeah. I've heard that, too. Jeffrey, I, I understand I, what you're... I, 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 don't think I, so. I, think he's, I think he's military intel, to be honest with you. He would have to be. I'm not against it, dude. I mean, that guy she. who does numerology completely believes in Q. And, you know, he's backing up what you said about Mueller. And, uh, I mean, like, I, I, I'm holding on to hope, man. I, I'm hoping that Trump isn't uh, the conspiracy theories version of what Obama was to the left, which is a bill of goods and, uh, you know, just constantly dragging along until it's too late. <clears throat> it is time to drop hammer, though. I mean, if it is coming... The time is now. Well, and as, as and the reason we had on Joseph, the reason we had on Joseph Farrell today is because I've been really kind of frustrated in the nuances of all these arguments. I even though I don't chime in on the divide and conquer so much, I see Farrell. I'm sorry, Doctor Joseph Farrell. But I mean, at the end of the day, these engineers have been doing this in a very sophisticated way for decades. There is no shape or form. There's no world where a Donald Trump just comes in and throws off what they've been working at for eons, for a very, very long time. He might be a different version of what they're doing, but I mean, he, he I think he's a globalist of a different I would color or ilk. Think about it, though. Think about it. They ran. Either way, do they, you know, in past elections, they've gotten somebody in. Uh, whoever gets in is working for them anyway. Trump, I, I just don't know, man. They tried so hard to derail him that he ended up winning. I mean, but that's the money. beauty of it. That's the shit we got caught up in. Did they? Yes, it looked like they were trying to derail him and he hates Hillary. Fucking, it looked like Andre the Giant hated Hulk Hogan in fucking WrestleMania 3. That's the whole point. It makes it look like. What about the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan getting shit face in the truck, dude? That's when I knew shit wasn't real. Did you get the interview I sent you, Sam? I interviewed I interviewed Hacksaw, dude, and I sent that interview to you. We talk about that shit. I actually, I, I, you know, in, in all honesty, you know, I, I enjoyed a little bit of Sweet Leaf with Hacksaw about, about a year ago, <laughs> honestly. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all, We, man. Talked, we yeah. talked WrestleMania the whole nine, dude. He's a fucking lovely human being. I'm we'll sorry. see what happens, dude. I mean, like, when everybody's on one side, it makes me think something crazy's going on. He's deregulating every... I mean, I tell you, man, it's his presidency is so similar to Clinton's. It's unbelievable. He comes out of nowhere. No one expects him to win. He beats an established... Uh, candidate with the help of a third party and as he's in office everything is is in, you know investigation investigation invest why he deregulates everything you know and the investigations keep everybody fo uh, right. focused from him deregulating everything now i will say this 
The fu- I know I I'm personally I hate free trade. I think free trade is has been horrible to this country. Right. I am for I say tariff everything. And you know some people get mad at me tariffing. They hate the word tariff because it sounds like terrorists and taxes had a baby. But I say <laughs> you tariff the fuck out of everything, dude. Bring it all. Bring everything back. Anybody who tells you she'll be too expensive is bullshit. There are 10 cars that are made in the United States right now. You can't fucking name them because they're not that much more expensive. Oh, but iPhones are going to be $600. Guess what? Technically, an iPhone is $600, but they give you that fucking sweet deal. If you sign up for three fucking years, it wouldn't cost a dollar more. The only thing that would happen is Apple's profit margin at first would be a little less, and then they would skyrocket when everybody has money to buy shit. Right, and here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. You know, tariffs combined with lower corporate taxes to bring business and industry back to America. Look, this country can't survive much longer being, we we have to be producers and not consumers. Otherwise the nation is dead. It's dead, dead, dead. People don't understand that. Yes, a lot of stuff come in. Give lower taxes so corporations come back to America and start manufacturing plants. Look, I'm just getting ready to launch a M Combat clothing line this spring or summer. We want it manufactured in the United States. We had a great meeting with Merrill Manufacturing out on the East Coast. This is the place that we want to do it. They make quality stuff. They make U.S. military stuff, all kinds of stuff. And we want it. And and we had a flat-out talk with this guy. And his 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 politics are different than mine. He does lean far left. He, he leans very far left on a lot of subjects. But one thing we agree on is American jobs. And he said, look, for this many thousand uh, clothing items that you have made in my facility, that's 10 more jobs for American citizens. That's yes. all I know. And that's what we have in common. And we want to create American jobs and put food on the table for Americans. And I want to do my part. And that's what everybody should be doing. I can't agree more, dude. The no, There's a lot of brainwashing going on by these people who were young during the Clinton years about, oh, man, they can't compete. They can, dude. It's just, it's this ridiculous greed grab that's going on that you know eventually i mean look at the atlanta falcons okay the atlanta falcons decide this season they're gonna sell all their condiments all their uh all their hot dogs and sodas for much cheaper and at the end of the season they find out they made way more money because when people can buy shit they'll buy it you gotta have money if you don't have a job if amazon is this trillion dollar industry and nobody's making money there nobody can buy stuff right it's capitalism it starts eating itself it's like the steak that eats its own tail free market if it's a true free market competition brings down prices and when there's more jobs than there are people to take jobs that's when it's an, an employee's market and and people are going to pay more money out to people for good people to work for them that's how you eliminate a federal uh, enforced and demanded, you know, a uh, minimum wage, right? We, we yeah. don't need a, we don't need a minimum wage to be enforced. We need a free market. It's unbelievable me about how the left is for, uh, you see all these MSNBC people tweeting. And by the way, I told you this before last time I was on that Twitter is a bunch of astroturfing. They create fake profiles put a pretty face on it with a name, a check by the name, and within two days it has like 300,000 followers. Right. That's just straight bullshit. And they just pump out deep state BS and everybody gets excited about because it it's got a check by its name, which means it's real. And it's not, dude. And it's just straight up 
astroturfing. And Joy, Joy, whatever her name is, the chick on MSNBC. Behar. She can't stop loving fucking free trade. And you're like, chick, woman, this does not affect you because you get a paycheck regardless. But the people you're trying to brainwash into it, it affects their lives for real, man. Because all the jobs are going to be gone. Here's the crazy thing, man. Um, you know, my family is from Croatia originally, right? So I was the Croatian sensation when I fought. I still, to this day, have never been to Croatia, but I'm told that I'm a national hero in Croatia. So they've been trying to get me to go there, and I said, here's what I'll do. I want to do a speaking tour, and I want to speak about human rights, liberty, and freedom because the old communists are coming back and slowly gaining power in Croatia and taking back over. The globalists have got their frigging claws into Croatia. Croatia sucked into the European Union, which is the saddest day in my life. And I want to go over there and I want to make a tour across Croatia and give these speeches and educate these Croatians and go off and totally go yeah. off on the government and, and get the people to rise up because it, it, this seed needs to be planted everywhere, including especially Europe right now, because I tell you what, Europe is in deep, deep trouble. Well, I mean, Brexit was Brexit was a was a serious harbinger of things to come. I mean, they've you know they've had other states that they've coerced into staying, like Greece and other states that are countries that just could not survive without the EU right now. Which European is dead. I think I think the people are getting fed up around Europe with the invasion of all the immigrants. It's it's out of control. They have turned nations completely upside down. The indigenous Soros, people lose their shit pretty soon. George, well, you, think you know, it's like I also want to say this about the, you know. Uh, I'm sure Europe is just like America in that they're getting, uh, you know, completely destroyed by cheap labor. You know, businesses moving out, cheap labor, therefore yeah. everything is going. And to be honest with you, man, I, I think most of these refugees would rather stay home, but we're bombing the fuck out of them, dude. Right. I mean, exactly. we're bombing the fuck out of Syria, of the Middle East. We ran out of bombs, dude. We ran. Think about that. We ran out of bomb. We had no more bombs to throw. And like, what are these people supposed to do? Like, I, I can't hate them, man. Even Mexico, dude. I guarantee you, Mexicans would rather stay in Mexico, dude. But through our drug wars and our free trade, we've de decimated their country. They can't make money. The, the fucking drug lords are fucking running everything. And it's just like right. everybody just wants to chill, make a dollar, get their dick wet, have a laugh. Well, that fun. that can only last for so long. Cause like you said, like all the all that you just described is pretty much by design the refugee crisis yeah you're exactly right the wars are pretty much based off of horse shit and the when refugees our state, when, our, when our when our state department and uh, the last administration you know funds isis and al-nusra and creates a fifty thousand man radical army dressed in black with uh, the new design black flag of isis <laughs> but but this shit happened well before even oh, even sure obama and the left this shit this shit's this is a this is a policy. This is a long game, dude. Yeah, this is this is transcend. Game. This is transcend any any one administration. I mean, and that's they're all sure, in sure. on it, dude. They're all in on it, dude. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, you know, so I, one politician, I forget who the hell it was now, was just um, bringing legislation up about stopping all funding in terms of assisting in the Saudi Arabians' war in Yemen, which I was very happy to hear about. Uh, all funding, no more refueling their fighter jets, no more refueling their bombers, no more uh, tactical, uh, no more boots on the ground uh, serving as spotters or anything like that. 
uh, they they want us the hell out of there, and you know that's that's the kind of legislation we need. Well, I mean, and the fact that we even still—I mean, another perfect example that I don't think Trump is 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 what he says he is—the fact that we still even fuck with Saudi Arabia, knowing how they get down, and still having the well, nerve to talk look, about other countries' I, human rights. I told you my theory on that, Jeff. I told you my theory on that one when Trump went over and and met with them, and then gave that speech to all the Arab nations' leaders and said, "Look, man, terrorism is done. This is it." And when when suddenly. Uh, my intel guy, who is very, very, he's he's deep. He's he's very, very deep. Says when I ask him flat out, did Trump stop the programs of funding ISIS and Al Nusra the minute he got in? He said yes. I will confirm that one hundred percent. There are other things that I will not confirm. I can't talk about. I can't tell you. But yes, <clears throat> Trump absolutely stopped those programs. So that gives me hope. Now, as as far as what's still going on in Yemen, I'm not digging it, but because Trump maybe excuse me, still supporting that because it's the Iranians versus the Saudis for control over there in Yemen, and nah, you know, both the Saudis and Iranians, uh, which Shiites one? Shiites and Sunnis, dude. Right. Shiites right. and Sunnis. Nonstop throughout history, right? Well, and it's just and it's going to culminate, or you know, if hopefully whatever with with Iran. We've already seen those seeds planted with the unrest not too long ago. I mean, I, I don't know. I think the globalist agenda moves on. It just kind of, it just looks a little different. Israel, dude. I mean, you look at what greater Israel is. That's a big chunk of Saudi Arabia. What's going to yeah. happen now? It's just a banker could tell. I mean, a uh, cabal. It is, dude. It's the fucking the Saudi family owning Citibank. And, well, you know, I, I, we can go through all these people that own these giant banks. And, well, and when you talk about Israel, know, the, the, their, their foreign intelligence agency has has so many different people on not only unregistered foreign agents working for the U.S., but they've in got the US. in the U.S. As, as legislators, as senators, congressmen. But they've got so many of them compromised. They have them such a small country through their through their mechanisms have so many powerful people by the balls through black billion billion material. This year for uh, for the side. Listen, Israel is the side of is the size of Orange County down to San Diego. Think about that. That <laughs> is that's like a hundred and fifty miles, man. And it just causes chaos. And listen, dude, I believe that Palestinians and Israelis can live together. I know it's going to be hard at first, but I do believe it's fucking possible. I mean, I look at there's like a there's little Armenia and little Thai town. They live side by side with each other. I do believe that everybody can find love. I think at the highest level, even in Israel, the pro- propaganda has probably militarized those people like a motherfucker. Of course. Make them think everybody hates them and all that shit. And at the end of the day, you know, if this was any other country, man, if this was any other country, the world would be going nuts right now with fucking the humanitarian crisis that's going on over there. Exactly. And uh, it makes me sad, but I mean. But like, can I go back? I, I go back to the, the visit that Trump had over there to Saudi Arabia, dude. I'm, I guarantee. The reason we're still doing business with them was Trump Trump had a meeting with them and said, look, your oil fields are no longer going to be protected by us and you're no longer going to get any weapon systems from us unless you get rid of these scumbags, one of them of which owns the big chunk of, of Twitter and, and yeah. Fox News. You, you get rid of these scumbags that were donating to Hillary Clinton and all these other people that are, that are deep state scum. You yeah. do this, or or here's the situation that's going to be for you. Iran's going to have a free run on your oil fields because you're not going to have shit from us and no support. And that's the way it's going to go down. And I truly believe that because it wasn't long after that visit when he gave that hardcore speech to, to the Arab Arab leaders 
that suddenly all these people were getting scooped up, arrested, and all their, you know, these people had a combined value uh, of uh, net worth or whatever of, of close to a trillion dollars. And they all got confiscated. All of it got confiscated and they got arrested. And I'm telling you, the, the interrogations that went on probably in Saudi Arabia of these people, not like, not like an interrogation here. What about the fact that, um, what about the fact that the, um, the uh, head of the Rothschilds, they believe that a uh, helicopter crash, and now they're about to name a new head of that family. Like, did he die in that crash? Jacob, telling you, Jacob, telling you, I think I think that's the total truth. I think it's absolutely um, the truth that yeah, uh, Mr. Rothschild uh, went down in that chopper near the estate, buddy. Jacob, Jacob Rothschild, I think his name was. Yep. I mean, we live in interesting times. I love it. I love talking about all this stuff. I find it so much fun. I don't know why people don't love talking well, bef about Before this. we let you dip out, and that's a, that's a, and let me just tell you, brother, because I know, I mean, Pat, you, you brought up a very good point, man. You work for a huge network. You're putting like, a lot on the line talking about this stuff. You know, me, I mean, we're all kind of putting our asses on the line if we ever get huge enough and get enough ears but you know livelihood wise i pat you know i love you and you know i appreciate what you do asking me to do this with you and it's been an absolute ball brother and it's like i'm i know you do risk stuff and sam the same thing with your career but i think it is so incumbent on all of us man whatever heat man we get you know whatever whatever they say that you you always get the most uh you always get the most heat when you're above the target right i think so many of us were we're spot on with a lot of this shit. That's why we get so much, so much visceral. I get a lot of messages, and I know you do too, and Sam does too. I get a lot of messages, man, from people on Twitter and Facebook saying, "Keep doing what you're doing because oh, yeah. you're giving us courage to hey, speak." Hey, dude, out. we have truth on our side, and even though that, even though they're trying to make it that only liars get the fucking work, you know, in terms of politics and these people in fucking Oscars. And not all of them are liars. Some of them are hard workers, but the, right. at the highest levels, the, this encouraging of this false personas, these water walkers that don't exist, and how we just lay it on the line and we do truth. We have truth on our side, and in the long in the long run, that's what rises. Truth yeah. always rises when you have truth, and people find out that you're like like my career has I've had up and downs, man. But the only reason I work to this day is because people know I won't fuck them out of a penny. I wouldn't fuck them out of a dollar. Like, right. I, like if I make a dollar, I'll give you 50 cents. I'd rather do that than th jump over dollars to make dimes. And people know that about me in a, in a, in a pool of sharks, I'm known as a fucking real class act. And I've worked very hard on that because yeah. I want people to know, Hey man, if you work with Sam Tripoli, you know, He's you're going to get taken care of, you know, and he's not going to fuck you out of a dollar. And if he, if he makes money, you make money, you know, and that's why what we're doing is so important because each one of you guys, you're on the side of truth. And that's what people are coming to you for, because they know you don't have an alternative a motive that you're not taking a check from somebody to say some crazy shit. Right. Right. Very Absolutely. True. And that's the thing. That's the thing that people people with cognitive dissonance don't understand is that I, I, if anything, I have a lot to lose by speaking the truth. I have a yeah. lot to lose. But I'm going to say it anyway because I have to. I feel, I feel obligated to tell the truth on what's truly going on, and people are waking up. Thankfully, people are waking up. We aren't going to get through to everybody. We're just not. I mean, if the Mueller investigation culminates and finally uh, they put out indictments on tons of uh, so, tons of establishment politicians and everything that 
very well we know should happen. If that does happen and it smacks all these people in the face, they still will think it's a political hit job. Yep. Yeah. 100%, dude. And listen, man, at the end of the day, it's like I my my podcast is starting to slowly blow up and I'm very blessed, you know, but I good I've been struggling getting sponsors and because they're afraid of what I talk about, but you know, I'd rather find some guy does purification water that gives exactly. me exactly five bucks then like change my act and make 500 bucks from fucking you know blue apron and nothing gets blue apron <laughs> but you know whoever it might be no know? i, I, I bro you are absolutely right man you are absolutely correct and that's that's going to be the deal the, the deal breaker and the, the 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 difference in between you know the charlatans who will sell the snake oil for whatever and the folks who are like you know almost like sabelle edmonds like yo we are not for foundation funded we don't take any money from agencies we are like we say we are listener grassroots funded and you know we're you know not, we're, we're over in 100 countries but you know not a lot of people can give a lot you know but you know as far as full-on sponsorship I almost say keep it, man, because you're probably going to change what we talk about. I would rather have it be grassroots, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't let them change your message. They need – that's the beauty of podcasting is, like, you want my crowd. You want my crowd to buy – and if I'm talking about shape-shifting lizard people, but I got, a, <laughs> let's say, 100,000 people listening to the right. shape-shifting lizard people podcast, <laughs> what do you care? They buy shit. They don't. They're on the they don't. For shape shifting right, right. lizard people. And you know, we we before we end this too, Sam, we need to talk about uh, the Vegas ConCon, uh, Con, the conspiracy convention. We we really need to get this going. We need to get this organized and do it. Blow this thing out, man, and have all kinds of tents, all kinds of booths with with you know uh, survival gear, with with solar panels, with water purification, with weapon systems, with ammo, with you name it, man. We need it. I want to go. I want to get it going. I want to do a two day in Vegas downtown and just kind of test the waters on the first one. I'm totally down, man. You know, just it takes like uh, whenever we can powwow and get it going. Like that's really all I, you know, just the powwow of it. Because everybody I talk to is like, oh, hell yeah. You know, the Grimerica guys. Uh, Greg Carlwood from the Higher Side Chats. Get Dory, Jimmy talk- Dory in the mix. Get you Jimmy and Dor. And we need to, talk- I mean, we, do we call it the ConCon or the or the real whatever news whatever convention. we decide to call the it? Yeah. Real news convention. Whatever you guys want to call it, I'm in. You know, everybody's down. It just takes us powwowing. We're all super busy, but I think right. we put a little time in and we just try to knock out something to establish it in the first year. Just see what kind of following we get. I'm in, dude. I'm in. I tell you what, why don't we why don't we look into hiring a, a promoter, a promoter that could put it together and we'll do a split with him. Huh? I'm in, dude. I'm in. Why don't we have a time where maybe we could where we don't pod and we just the three of us talk and we yeah. think about someone who might want to want want to do this with us and that we can be hands on, but they do all they do a lot of the the grunt yeah. work so that yeah. we can make sure it's legit and all that if we're gonna put our names on it. Absolutely. I think definitely could have legs. You guys gotta get out to Kelly, man. When you guys are on Kelly, let's do some uh let's let's do some podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna be Sam, I'm gonna be in California. Hold on. I'm gonna be and that's when I'm supposed to be on Rogan's pod- podcast potentially. I'll be in um what is it, Cabazon? Cabazon, California. Uh at the uh, there's a uh Calabasas? There's a casino out there. It's near Temecula. Okay, that's um, not that far from L.A. Uh, 23rd of March. There? My show is the 23rd of March. When is your show, Sam? At the Viper Room. Uh, the 25th. Oh, shit. Two days later. 
Yeah, dude, should be interesting. So let's uh, figure something out, Pat. Off air, I'll get your uh, email or something like that, and we'll uh, see if we can make something happen. If not, we'll, we'll we'll set up in the future. I know Greg Carlwood's down towards San Diego. There's a whole Maybe bunch of people. want to come to the fights. Oh yeah, out. dude. I'm not getting it at all, dude. I'm not getting it at all. <laughs> let me uh, let me see where I'm just setting up my special, but I'm down with going to the fights. I'll, I'll get your info, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, get it from Jeff. Get it from Jeff. Thank you. And we'll go from there. Guys, I love doing the podcast. Shout out your shout out. Where can we find you, dude? The the, the podcast and any social networking, brother. Tinfoil Hat Podcast. Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, myself, and uh, Ryan Davis host the show. It's Tinfoil Hat Cast or Tinfoil Hat Pod on all social media. And uh, at Sam Tripoli, S-A-M-T-R-I-P-O-L-I. And uh, just a lot of great stuff going on. And uh, working on some conspiracy theory entertainment for the masses. The whole key is get them laughing and slip them the truth. And that's ah, really a little bit of sugar makes the medicine go down, buddy. That's exactly yes, how you I do it. I love you guys, I'll, man. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, Sam Tripoli, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. There will be more. Stay woke, homeboy. Ronin for life, son. <laughs> Peace.